Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And we are in the third quarter in every football game in the National Football League. And it's not officially the sweat zone yet. Mm-hmm. But it, we're going to start the sweating. calm before the storm. It's coming. You know it's coming. Maybe a sweat right now if you're a Saints backer. Because I don't want to get on Brian McFadden's guy. But you know BMAC, two-time Super Bowl champion, did go to Florida State. And that's where Jameis Winston went. And BMAC, I just saw a very Jameis Winston turnover. What happened down there? Yeah, you saw a Jameis Winston turnover that didn't come uh, from Jameis Winston. Uh, Taysom Hill was, a, was in the lineup. It was, matter of fact, before we get to the interception by Taysom Hill, a beautiful pass from Jameis to Kenny Stills. Remember, Stills, he's a part of the Saints organization as well, playing uh, wide receiver. Some people forgot he was with the Saints, back with the Saints, but touchdown call back because of offensive holding. Move back 10 yards, his first and 20. Taysom Hill comes into the ball game, tried to make something happen, intercepted by James Bradbury. And because of that, the New York Football Giants uh, have the football now uh, in their territory. Actually, the Giants' 20-yard line is second and two. Uh, But right after halftime, uh, the Saints got the ball, opening kickoff uh, out of half, three plays, 75 yards, uh, touchdown drive. An unbelievable run by Taysom Hill, an eight-yard touchdown run, but it seemed like he ran 40 yards to get to the end zone because he made a lot of defenders miss, and he basically used the physical nature that he has to get into, into the end zone. So we, we're starting to see some, um, some sparks fly uh, from both sides of the football, especially uh, from New Orleans Saints, but a costly pen- penalty because that took points away 
from the New Orleans Saints and then ultimately led to a turnover by the New York Giants. And the Giants currently have the ball driving, like I said, is second and two uh, on the Giants' 20-yard line. Hey, Mac, will you accept my apology? Because I, I can't – that's why you're watching the game and I'm not. So I just assumed it was Jameis Winston that threw yes. that bad pick. Did you accept my apology for Florida State University? Yeah, but you have to realize it's not the same. Jameis had LASIK surgery, so he actually can see now. And that tells you how good a player he's been because he went to Heisman not seeing. He went number one overall in NFL draft not seeing. And now he actually can see. You don't have to worry about thinking about the old Jameis. That's in the review. Matter of fact, Dave Ross, snatch your review mirror out of your window, okay. off your window, and I, throw it out of your car. Don't even look in the rear view anymore. Look forward. Okay. They did actually, Jameis did throw a deep ball, a nice one on that drive, as BMAC was pointing out, because Jameis has kind of been a lot of intermediate throws, managing the game, but we know Sean Payton will never be able to quite quit Taysom Hill, no. uh, making trying to make that tight end into that quarterback there. So uh, Giants do have the ball back. I believe they are reviewing a spot here. 534 left to go. Giants look like they have a first down. By the way, New Orleans minus 5.5 on the end game, 37.5 on the total. Okay, if it worked for Taysom Hill, because I, I don't like doing this, Wes, all day, but I have to, I'm going to try to get LASIK. Just telling you now. If it works for Jameis Winston, it can work for me. Uh, what's working for the Cowboys? For that, we go back out to Haley Hall. She is at South Point. And Haley, the Cowboys, this is kind of in a back-and-forth affair. Right now, it's fourth for the Cowboys. Yeah, Stack and Amari were able to connect for a 35-yard touchdown, giving them the lead at 20-14. Um, Carolina, Darnold just got sacked again. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with my under here. The okay. live game is at 55.5, minus 115. All right, I, I'm kind of with you there, Haley. Again, uh, Dallas defense, this is very interesting, and we talked about a little bit with the Washington football team. What happened last year is last year. That defense so far has been terrible for the Washington football team. What happened with Dallas last year with Mike Nolan mm -hmm. as a defense is last year. Yeah. At some point, Gus Bradley, what he's done with the Raiders. Yes. At some point, you have to start looking at this year. And what they're doing this year, and believe your eyes, what you're seeing, Dallas can play some defense. Dallas, by the way, has four sacks, and they just sacked Sam Darnold there on that third down. Now Carolina has to punt it away. Two of those sacks by Randy Gregory. Now the Cowpokes, minus 6.5, minus $1.20 for the in-play at BetMGM, 54.5 on the line. Okay, Washington football team trying to get back in it. They're down four right now uh, to the Falcons, and the Lions trying to get their first points of the day on the board. We'll update that later. Wild turn of events here in Philadelphia and for the particulars on that, let's go back to John Jansen. John, it looked like the Eagles had a touchdown, but they didn't have a touchdown. No, they did not. And what game to give me, because trying to trying to figure out what's going on in this one has been absolutely <laughs> horrible for me. Uh, but Zach Ertz seemed like he had a touchdown. They went for it on fourth and goal. However, it looked like J.J. Arthiga Whiteside got called for a pass interference. Now, a little bit of a tacky call, but... His arm was outstretched. He was holding his shoulder. So it, it's one that probably could have been held, but still they called it and the Eagles settle for a field goal. The right call to go for it on fourth and goal. But again, the Eagles problems come back to kind of haunt them a little bit. They had a first and goal inside the 10, but then they get a delay of game on first and goal, which then gets them back. So it's just little things like that that continue to plague the Eagles here. And now they settle for a field goal and the Chiefs have an opportunity. Look, the Eagles were gifted a turnover. Now the Chiefs have an opportunity to put this one not away, but it would certainly be a big one going up 28-16 to 16 if they were able to. Yeah, you know, John, I appreciate the update there. I could, couldn't really see it here from my vantage point, but 
in general, I hate the offensive PI call if you're a little bit bigger, stronger, and faster or whatever than, than the defensive back. It's the Michael Irvin call. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't like those. Let those. If it's a jump ball scenario, if you can box somebody out and you're just a little bit bigger and stronger than they are, I know as being a short guy playing basketball, that's just the way it goes. So it feels like a ticky-tack call to John's point against the Eagles there, but that really could change the complexion of this game here in the second half. 21-16 to 16 right now, 7.07 left to go in the third quarter. Kansas City minus 6.5 on the in-play, 58.5 on the total. I mentioned that the, uh, the ATL has been a wild affair here in the second half, obviously with the opening half kickoff being taken back for a touchdown. So Washington knocking on the door, but in Chicago, maybe the door finally is open for Detroit's offense. Let's go back to Nate Jacobson. Nate, what happened? What kind of charm for the Lions offense in the red zone, their fourth trip? They had zero points in their previous three trips to the red Okay, Nate, we're going to try to get your audio fixed because you sounded a little bit like a Darth Vader type person there with the whatever happened with the audio. But to Nate's point, the Lions did get on the board, mm-hmm. and uh, right now 21-7, as they do not go for two, they just kick the extra point, so they're down 14. Uh, it looks like we had a stop down there in Atlanta, and Ian McMillan has got the particulars on what's going on in what's turned out to be a wild football game. Hey, Ian. Yeah, Taylor Heineke is looking great. Uh, uh, brave call by Washington to go for it on fourth and five a little bit into the Falcons' territory as well. Um, but they got all the way down to the goal line. They were stopped on the third and goal. My stream might be a little bit behind. I don't know if they're going to go for the field goal here. Down four, you would think that they might go for the touchdown. Um, I don't know if you guys have the update there on, on your yes. side. My stream is a bit behind. But, um, Absolutely, and they did uh, kick Taylor the field Heineke's goal. Taylor is looking great. Yep, they did they kick, kick the field goal. So, yeah, I see it there now. It's a one-point game. Taylor Heineke is looking great, though. Um, I don't see the live line right now. If I were to make a live bet, you got to you got to go Washington, man. T- Taylor Heineke is looking fantastic this game. Yeah, they're down one now as they do kick the field goal. So 23-22 and an absolutely wild affair there. More points in Dallas. We'll get the update from Haley Hall here in just a couple minutes here. But the Chiefs have the ball as well back at about the 35, about five minutes to go in the third quarter. So, Wes, these games now, certainly these one-score games, a very pivotal what's happening here in these third quarters mm-hmm. as we get ready to get into the sweat zones. And one other score to update. Hot Rod, Rodrigo Blankenship, hashtag respect the specs. Another three points for the Indianapolis Colts. Now 17-3 in the Jacoby Brissett Bowl, the revenge game for Jacoby Brissett. And it might have gotten bet accordingly. It went up to two and a half pre-flop. But right now, Colts minus nine and a half on the in play, minus a dollar thirty, thirty-one and a half the adjusted total at BetMGM. Kickers are people too. And he's a good kicker. And, again, take those points when you can get them as the Colts trying to uh, get that win down there in South Beach. Let's go back out to Will Hill watching the Texans and the Bills. And this has got kind of the snoozer game of the afternoon feel to it, Will. Is there any life from Houston? Uh, the Texans can't score. The Bills don't seem to want to score. Uh, back to you guys. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what to say. The Texans just <laughs> Their punch list, the Bills. It seems like they have the ball every time you look up. They're just toying with the with uh, with Houston here. They do have the ball at the Texans thirty. They're up nineteen nothing. Clock's moving. I mean, they they're just running the ball, running the clock again. Keep pounding the table here for the under. At some point, it's going to be unbettable. Yeah, it's on off the board at the moment. It, it would be under or nothing for me. I just don't see how the Texans you know score at this point. So. Uh, under or nothing here as the Bills, you know, 26 and a half live. They're going to score here again, but I don't know 
you know, after that, how much interest they're going to have in scoring. Probably start pulling some guys at some point. This yep. one is uh, just about a wrap. 32 and a half is the current in play total here. By the way, the Houston Texans, 28 total plays for 29 total yards, oh one yard per play. Of course, uh, that conducive to a low scoring game. By the way, Buffalo just a little bit outside the red zone here three minutes ago, up 19 nothing. Okay, very quickly, let's squeeze in an update with Haley Hall out at South Point uh, Sportsbook and Casino. Haley, what's going on with the Cowboys? Again, I mentioned it earlier with you tight ends. Look out for the tight end, right? Right. Elliot was able to run through a huge hole for a big play earlier in this drive. Floater to Schultz leads to another touchdown, 26-14. Dallas went for two and missed, not even close. <laughs> Let's see if that comes back into play here. Because, again, a lot of these decisions that you don't think about at the moment, mm-hmm. let's see if you're chasing those points later. But right now the Cowboys with a two-score advantage as they get a little bit of separation there. The Jets hanging in there, 9-7, only down against Tennessee here in the third quarter as Robert Solis tries to get his first win yeah. as head coach. And the Giants hanging tough so far with New Orleans. Yeah, Jets going to have to settle for three here. We'll get that on the other side. Might Would this be the first lead for the New York Jets on the 2021 season? Could it be? It might act. Let's not jinx it. Let's hope that the, the, the kick is good, but it's a shorty here, but about a 27-yard attempt. So we'll try to hold with you here before we hit the break. But it looks like the Jets, to your point, Wes, have their first lead of the season. There we go. 10-9, 19 Stop seconds. Stop yes, the game. please, because I have the Jets. the Jets. Yes. Come on back. It's the Green Zone here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com and check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back here on the Green Zone alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We've got updates to get to. And you, sir, are watching those Colts. And you actually think the Colts might still be in play in the AFC South. I do, because look, this AFC South, obviously we see how it's go well it's going for Houston and Jacksonville right now. Tennessee right now entering in the fourth quarter. Jets have their first lead of the season. That is 10-9 in the oh. Meadowlands. Colts up 20-3 to on Miami. And not really impressive, but 233 yards for the Colts, only 74 for the Miami Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett, it is not going well no. against his old mates. He was just sacked by Grover Stewart, fumbled. Darius Leonard recovers. Colts only get three out of the deal. Hot Rod, Rodrigo Blankenship, hashtag respect the specs. 20-3 to three now, 14 minutes left to go. I don't see Miami coming back. I don't have a live line in front of me. They're probably eventually going to stop putting them up because it just doesn't look like Miami's got anything for Indy today. No, in the fourth quarter, and again, take those three points when you get them on the road, and sometimes you can just keep accumulating those points, and it feels like a dead game already if you're a backer of the Fighting Fish. Potentially getting out of hand in Philadelphia. Still in the third quarter, though, and John Jansen's been doing a great job watching this game for us. Chiefs and Eagles, what's the latest here, John? Yeah, Chiefs were able to, after the Eagles set it for a field goal because of the penalty to J.J. Ortega-Whiteside for pass interference, which negated a touchdown. Eight points have been taken back because of penalties in this game for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Chiefs, what did they do? Responded with an 11-yard, or 11-play, 75-yard, six-minute drive. That was easy for Patrick Mahomes in this offense. Basically running the ball a lot with Darrell Williams and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. 
Uh, they were able to get Travis Kelsey involved as well. But the running game is coming on very strong for the uh, for the Chiefs here in the third quarter and the second half. It's been a slow third quarter and a slow start to the second half. But, yeah, it looks like the Chiefs, I hate to say, have iced it because of the way their defense is playing, and it's a reason why they haven't covered games. But certainly they're on their way to maybe here potentially covering for the, the first time in a long time. Yeah, and I did lay it with the Chiefs here today. And eight and a half, the current in-play line, by the way, at BetMGM. And look... The Chiefs haven't really been stopped by the no. Eagles all day, except for that Mahomes interception. But the Chiefs, look, they'll they'll bend and they'll sometimes break and let them score here. So the Eagles now do, I believe, have it in Chiefs territory. Just ticking down to the end of the third quarter now, 28-16. to 16. Okay, let's see if that holds. And again, we've seen some interesting play calls here where I believe the, the uh, Panthers, rather, went for it on fourth and one deep in their own end. They did get it on an end around. That's what it took to get the inches, but they got it. They're facing a third down and a turnover down in the ATL as the Falcons were going forward about midfield. And it looks like Matty Ice might have just thrown a pick. So, again, the Washington football team down one. The Saints trying to get more points right now down there in the Big Easy. They are deep in the G-Man territory here. Let's see if Jameis Winston can get more points there. And, again, the Vikings right now against the uh, Brownies. No score so far in the third quarter. About a minute to play there in the third. Very defensive-minded game there as Cleveland still leads 11 to 7. Yeah, 34 and a half, the current in-game total at BetMGM up there, Cleveland, Minnesota. Cleveland, minus 2.5, minus a double 20. Let's go back to Mike Wobbishaw. He's been doing a great job watching this game for us and covering it and giving us great updates. Uh, Mike, what do you make now of the tone and tenor going forward? Because it feels like points clearly at a premium here. The Brownies holding on to that lead. Yeah, um, Cleveland's done a good job with their pressure packages in key moments. It's disrupted the Vikings running game. And now another dagger to the running game is the fact that Dalvin Cook remains on the sideline. He may have uh, aggravated his ankle injury. Lots of weird penalties. Lots of long uh, being behind the chains, long distances to go on second and third downs. So definitely points at a premium in a matchup where we thought it could get fairly explosive. Uh, But it's not turning out that way here. Uh, for the balance of the game after each team had really productive opening drives. So uh, looming large right now uh, for betters and for real football is that weird two-point conversion the the Browns had where the Vikings had a penalty for taking a timeout when they didn't have any timeouts. It allowed the Browns to get closer to the goal line and go for two (laughs) instead of go for one. So that's looming large right now as the Browns hold a weird, precarious 11-7 to lead in Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, just one minute to go. Uh, Kevin Zavansky going in against his over older mates. And look, these guys know each other very well. So we're seeing this low-scoring game here, 11-7. to And I mentioned that there was a turnover down there in the ATL. It looks like there was a penalty against Washington football team defensively. And they've gone back to the command center. I always like that term. Go back to the command center in L.A. for Fox on the broadcast to see what exactly was the call here. So, again, potentially a game-changing call there. Not good news for me as I'm on the side of the Washington football team today. We'll see what that's all about, and we'll go back out to Ian whenever he is ready to kind of to figure out what exactly is going on there. But what's going on down in Dallas? Haley Hall is doing a great job over there at South Point, keeping an eye on this game between the Cowboys and the Panthers. I mentioned, Haley, that the Panthers had gone for it on fourth down. They got it, but what happened after that? Well, Sam Darnold just threw a pick. Cowboys are driving, just got a first down, getting pretty close to the red zone here. So it looks like, again, the turnover bug from Sam Mm -hmm. Darnold, which rears its ugly head from time to time. Trayvon Diggs got him, and Trayvon Diggs now has four picks 
in four games. Yes. Uh, he's good. And that's what Dallas has to do, because Dallas will give you yards. You're going to be able to move the ball on this team, I think, defensively. They're not like a shutdown defense, but they can force turnovers and got one from Sam Darnold right now. So 26-14, to 14, four minutes left to go in the third quarter. Dallas now minus 13.5 in the in-play at BetMGM total is going to be 57.5. I mean, obviously, with my heart, if you'd asked me to play this game, I would have laid the four points with the Cowboys, but I thought it was too dangerous with that Panther defense, but really this this shows a little bit about Dak Prescott. He's been pressured, but he's showing his mobility. He clearly is 100% back from his devastating injury uh, from a year ago. I mentioned we got some craziness going on as they get close to starting or winding down the third quarter here in the ATL. Ian McMillan, what happened there? Because it looked like Washington finally had a stop, but I guess they didn't. Yeah, the Washington defense continues to kind of shoot themselves in, in, in their own foot here. What a weird play. The Falcons were going for it on fourth and two. Matt Ryan tossed up a, a kind of a Hail Mary as he was falling down. The Washington defense should have just batted the ball down. They did, and they caught exception, but then it all didn't matter uh, in the end anyways. Chase Young, as he was kind of running past Matt Ryan, he kind of shoved him, and he put his hands in his face a little bit. I don't know if it necessarily should have been roughing the passer. That's what they called it for. Falcons got to retain the ball, and now they're about to score again uh, to kind of extend their lead. Uh, they're down to the, the Washington seven-yard line. So uh, ugly turn of events. This Washington defense is looking uh, is going from bad to worse here. It might be officially out on them. I think I, I'm starting to think they're just not good. Okay, very quickly, Ian, because Michael Lombardi, of course, you got to watch the Lombardi line uh, here on Visa and weekdays. He said to me last week that Chase Young leads the league in running past the quarterback. So you're telling me on a pivotal play where Washington's going to stop the ATL from scoring, and it looks like they're going to get more points now because of this. He ran past the quarterback and then decided to get in a potentially cheap shot on the back end. Is that, is that accurate? As he was running past him, instead of going low and kind of taking Matt Ryan to the ground, he just kind of shoved him instead and tried to push him over. But when he did that, he shoved his face, which I guess is a roughing the passer call. So, yeah, he was on his way to running past him again and gave like a last-second shove to try to get Matt Ryan down that way. It was a very bizarre play. Absolutely incredible if that cost them the football game. But again, these are undisciplined penalties Mm -hmm. from two guys you think are disciplinarians in Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio running the defense. Wes, at some point, if this does cost them, we'll figure out how this plays. That's a one-point game right now. They're going to the fourth quarter in the ATL. I don't care who you are, Chase Young. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you're the best player on uh, maybe the whole football team. You can't make plays like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, game still in the balance down there in Atlanta. Miami still hanging in. Gesicki gets a one-yard touchdown from Brissett. 20-10 to 10 left to go, 10-40. And the Eagles on the move in Kansas City, so we'll, we'll get more on that. But for right now, let's go back to Arthur Arkish. He's watching the Titans and the Jets. And Arthur, could we have history? Could Robert Sala be maybe 15 minutes away from getting his first win as an NFL head coach? Perhaps, but uh, he's, his team's got work to do again all of a sudden, guys. Almost as quickly as they scored their first touchdown, of the, uh, excuse me, got their uh, uh, first lead of the season, the Jets, that is. The Titans just marched all the way downfield, punctuated the long drive with the Derrick Henry touchdown and a two-point conversion. So they're back up to a seven-point lead, and it looks like uh, laying seven points again all of a sudden uh, if you're a Titans backer. Okay, so again, work to be done there. So we'll see if the Jets can hang in there. Look, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, it's normally not a good mix. We're seeing it down in Jacksonville as well. Let's see if they can flip that script here in the fourth quarter, but 17-10. to 10. Great update from Arthur. Maybe the game that's 
Okay, the Bills, that's the easiest pick of the day. But maybe the game that's being put to bed now early that we didn't expect is the Cowboys. Because we'll get Haley back up uh, after a short break, but the Cowboys running away from things here down there in Big D. And again, I mentioned the ATL. It is starting the fourth quarter, and they are inside the Washington football team 10-yard line after that terrible penalty by Chase Young. Come on back. It's the Green Zone here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. football season your best sports betting season ever start your visa free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24 7 video streaming daily best bet emails betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game plus full access to visa.com data and analysis you get everything visa has to offer for only 22 dollars per month sign up now at visa.com slash subscribe back here inside the green zone alongside west reynolds i am dave ross we got a lot of action going on. The uh, Colts gave up a score, but looks like they're getting back down in Miami ter- territory, right? Yeah, they're about to officially put this game away. They're in the red zone, 20-10 to 10 now, Indianapolis. About nine minutes left to go. They've got first and goal from the eight. Speaking of putting games away early, it feels like, Will Hill, we should apologize. This game felt like it was over before it ever began. Texans and Bills, what are you seeing? I'm um, seeing a lot of games that aren't the Texans and the Bills because I'm about to turn this one off. 26 nothing. Both teams are, are about to do the same. Uh, as I've mentioned, Chiefs got the Bills next week. The Texans just no offense with basically a third-string quarterback. So this one's about a wrap. I've been telling you about the under all game. I don't know if there's still an under out there. Uh, probably numbers uh, past the point where uh, where there's any value. I, I would go back to one thing now that I see the Dallas score. We talked on Tuesday about the Cowboys minus 200. Did you miss the window? Is it there? I mean, it's probably going to be minus three or 400. You look around, Washington's losing, Philly's losing. Dallas looks like the real deal. So uh, might, might have been a good bet there to, to take the minus 200. But uh, well, in terms of Texans and Bills, this one's a All right, Will, you nailed it on the Lombardi line last week when you were our guest there. And you said there still is value in the number if they're going to absolutely win this thing. And I, I think that was an astute observation. But you did have the boat race of the day. And for that, Les Reynolds... Low race alert in Buffalo, 26 to nothing right now, and now it's first and goal. Allen hits digs down to the four-yard line, so this is a wrap in Buffalo. Houston going to fall to one and three, and the Buffalo Bills going to go to three and one. So the only mystery here is if the Texans are going to get shut out at this standpoint. When you get the hat, Will Hill, I know you had a bad game, but at least you get Wes Reynolds looking like uh, Judge Smales from Caddyshack. So, again, want to thank Will Hill. Ross, at, get your foot off the boat. At not the Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter, as I do. And another touchdown, Johnny on the spot. The boat race in full effect, Wes Reynolds, as they have just, boy, they were double-dog daring you to t- take the Texans mm-hmm. and all those points, and it's just not going to get close. I did not take that dare, and I didn't necessarily want to lay him because I remember somebody said, you don't get rich playing double digits in the NFL, kid, but you probably did today if you bet the Buffalo Bills, but not for me. No, and uh, the Vikings trying to get back in things uh, against the Browns, and again, it looks like the Colts, about seven and a half minutes to go there with that 10-point lead down there in South Beach, but... Brian McFadden, two-time Super Bowl champion. i got to be honest, man. I mean, look, he's obviously a good friend, but he's a really good handicapper, what he does 
uh, with CBS HQ. Your picks have been on fire. You told the people here in the green zone that maybe New Orleans was the right play in the second half. BMAC, you're looking like a prophet. <laughs> well, what I do, Dave, you know what? I try to combine the player in me along with the number aspect as well when it mm-hmm. comes to gambling. So what I did was I just looked at the flow of the first half. And strategically speaking, flowing of the ball game offensively and defensively can kind of tell you what you will see in the second half, not to mention you factor the experience that one coach may have compared to the lack thereof and the other, which is Joe Judge. So I saw the flow of the ball game. Remember I talked about the Saints dominated the first half everywhere except the scoreboard. It was 7-7. So I felt like they would continue to dominate, but they would eventually put points on the scoreboard. And because of that, I felt so certain that the Saints will cover that three and a half in the second half with ease. Granted, you still have some time left to be played. They have the football once again, but they're clicking right now. That transmission in that car is warmed up and they're rolling. (laughs) So hopefully I can give you a double dose, right? Give you the second half, three and a half, and the overall total at the under at 42. And if I'm able to do that, you know, just... You know, just send me a, a nice early birthday card. My birthday is in November, so I'll take a birthday card right now in October. Well, <laughs> and, and and what you're seeing right now, and to BMAC's point, it didn't it wasn't indicated on the scoreboard and really not even in the stats, but one of the things that was indicated in the stats, I know time of possession kind of seems like it's a old school stat, but it still very much does matter because what you're seeing in this half is that Giants defense has been on the field a lot. It really has. And they're getting tired, and now it's third and two. Joe Judge punted there at midfield. I probably would have went for it down two scores under uh, nine minutes ago, but third and two from the 25 for the New Orleans Saints here. Timeout on the field. Saints minus 10.5 on the in play. 37 and a half on the total. I do have the Giants here, so it's a little danger. Will Robinson got to get him <laughs> off the field here, but that Giants defense has uh, been uh, on the turf a lot there in the Superdome in the second half. You know, we're going to get an update uh, in a little bit from Nate Jacobson watching the Lions and the Bears. And to BMAC's point about watching these games and the way you feel it's going to go, he was right on with the Saints. And Nate Jacobson also said, you might want to think about the Lions in the second half, knowing the way Matt Nagy kind of goes into a shell Nate, it happened against Cincinnati. Remember, it, it really did. Got the, the Bengals back in this game. Are the Lions getting back in this thing? Yeah, Lions score another touchdown. Khalif Raymond, second of the day. I think I cut out earlier when he scored his first touchdown as the Lions had their fourth red zone appearance and finally got points. So right now, Bears up by ten. They have the ball, but Justin Fields just fumbled. Somehow recovered his own fumble after like a mad scramble between the offensive line and Lions defensive line. So right now, live spread, Bears minus seven and a half with uh, some juice on the uh, the plus money on the Bears, minus 130 on the Lions, as it looks like the Lions are going to be getting the ball back relatively shortly. We're midway through the fourth quarter, Lions down 10. So for contest purposes, I know the Lions were plus three, so... There's definitely a lot of intrigue in this game still, and it's never easy uh, with the Bears, as, as Wes mentioned. The Bengals game kind of got crazy at the end, so definitely we'll uh, keep you updated the okay. rest of the uh, next 30 minutes or so. 24-14, eight and a half to go there in Soldier Field. I was a, a Bears backer minus three today. Hold on, Bears! When you're at, you have that huge lead, 21 nothing. you don't expect it to get close. It is getting tighter there. We'll keep an eye on it. It looks like the Lions just got a turnover. Let's put over your alma mater again really quick because guess who's in the end zone? It is Mo Alley Cox. Two touchdowns for the former VCU Ram as part of that uh, Shaka Smart Final Four run. Uh, 
got in the post here and just went up for the big rebound and got the catch here. So now the Colts up three scores here. Extra point pending, 26 to 10. This is all but over in Miami. Okay, so again, just bigger, stronger, faster. And again, not a turnover in Chicago. They are going to punt, though, uh, in Chicago. So the Lions will get the football back. It's sweat zone here for a couple teams around the NFL, but not a sweat down there in Dallas. And Haley Hall has been watching this game for us over at South Point. And Haley, all Cowboys in this second half, huh? Yeah, we saw a short pass to Cedric Wilson that resulted in another Cowboys touchdown. As you said, it's been all Cowboys the second half. We're at the fourth quarter, just five seconds in. Greg Zerline just extended their lead 36-14 to 14 with a field goal. All right, so Haley, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you very much for joining us all day long. Uh, of course, she is a sportsbook supervisor over at South Point. Doing a great job there, and the Cowboys look like they're firmly in command. Yeah, and I got to say, I know it's not over yet, but 36 to 14 starting the fourth quarter, 20 and a half for the Cowboys, laying 63 and a half. This is an impressive win for Dallas here because this Carolina team, I think, is an improved team, yes. very much so. I know you and I were high on them, and we both stayed away from this game, not only in terms of betting, but contest purposes, because Dallas off that short week against Philadelphia, and we've seen it with the Cowboys over and over again, where it's like, you know what? You get expectations, then they let you down immediately once you get those hopes up. Not so much today. Yeah, this might be a different team down there in Dallas this year. Again, their only loss uh, was by two points to the Buccaneers, and they are now perfect if this lead holds. Potentially going to go uh, 4-0 ATS so far on this season. Woo! Let's go back out to John Jansen. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are who we thought they were. John, because they can score quickly, and I think they just did, right? Yes, they can. And they faced a third and six as well. And it looked like the Eagles were maybe going to get them off the field. But then Josh Sweat, a neutral zone infraction, made it a third and one. The Chiefs are now seven for eight on third down conversions. And that big play, again, a costly play. The Chiefs are very good to begin with. You don't need to give them any help. And the Eagles just gave it to them. And the Chiefs have been very comfortable running the ball a lot here in the second half. They have, I think, over six and a half yards per carry in this one. And they were struggling the first couple of weeks to run the ball. But the Eagles' rush defense, that has been stout. When Doug Peterson was there and with uh, Jim Schwartz, has not really been there this season. So the Chiefs able to run the ball, and they've been able to put up a ton of points now. 35 to 16, 35 to 23, excuse me. Now the extra point just went through. So the Chiefs were getting closer to maybe them covering the spread, but the offense again has looked tremendous. Okay, John, we will not be saying goodbye to you yet because you never know with this Chiefs defense, but right now they do have a two score advantage. Uh, New York, both New York teams yes. getting up off the deck. In which so. I need both of them. Thank you very much. All right, New York, New York. The city's so nice they named it twice. Uh, we're going to check in with Brian McFadden after a break, and we'll also check back in with Arthur Arkush with the Titans and the Jets because they do have their second lead of the day. Zach, Zach, he's a Lego maniac. And Zach, <laughs> what a dime. And we'll let Arthur recap it when we come back for the break. That was an absolute dime Zach Wilson just dropped to Corey Davis. And again, six and a half minutes to go in Soldier Field. Bears trying to hold on to that 10-point lead, but 10 points. If you took the Bears minus three, you're sweating it out just a little bit. I know I am right now as the Lions are on the move in the city of wind there in Chicago. Don't go anywhere. It is VSIN. It's the Green Zone. We're back in a moment.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. MGM enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team, and if any team scores a touchdown, you win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. New customer offer, paid in free bets, eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to wager. 
Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Drama. I mentioned in Chicago. Also drama down in the Big Easy. Wes Reynolds, let's go back to the two-time Super Bowl champion, Brian McFadden. BMAC, what are you seeing right now? Because I think Danny Dimes and company, New York, New York, they got something rolling. Listen, the same thing that we saw in the first half that provided points for the Giants just surfaced the last uh, offensive possession for the Giants. A splash play. I mean, remember we saw a splash play in the first half. A uh, John Ross 50-yard 50, 50 reception uh, was huge for their uh, for the Giants' offense and putting points on the scoreboard. And we just saw the same thing, but this 50-yard pass uh, was received by Saquon Barkley, and he was actually lined up wide. And guess who was covering him? The New Orleans Saints' best cornerback and Marshawn Lattimore. Somehow or another, he got behind Lattimore, uh, caught the pass, uh, made one little juke move inside, was able to get to the end zone, score a touchdown. Not to mention that they went for two point conversion, uh, the two point uh, conversion, and they were able to uh, make that happen as well. Uh, improvising, Danny Dimes was able to improvise and got into the end zone uh, to 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 uh, go ahead and complete the two point play. So huge splash play. That has been the difference from the New Orleans Saints just running away from this with this ball game. They have been allowing the Giants to stick around because of splash plays. The Giants haven't really been able to sustained drives they just been benefiting on splash plays and that was a huge splash play from daniel jones to saquon barkley and by the way giants getting the ball back new orleans has to punt three minutes left to go two timeouts for the giants now down 21 to 18 giants within the number but you do worry deep in your own territory if you're a giants backer like me you don't want one of those danny jones turnovers uh he's been very good today just that one interception on the hail mary so uh Giants uh, driving down to try to tie this or even win this in the Superdome. Eagles had a touchdown. Look like that was called back. Uh, Washington on the move. They're down by eight. We got a lot of tight games. The, the, the Lions were turned away in Chicago, but the Jets not turned away against Tennessee. Let's go back to Arthur Arkish. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Arthur, how close are they to their first win of the year? Guys, they're up by a touchdown, 24-17, uh, with about seven minutes left to play. They did just punt it back to the Titans, so they're going to start deep in their own territory. But since we last spoke, we've seen some spectacular play from Zach Wilson. He found former Titan and number five overall pick Corey Davis for a 54-yard touchdown that traveled about 60 yards in the air on the last possession to take the lead prior to that. Uh, found Jamison Crowder on a, on a short touchdown. So he has been dealing all of a sudden, making plays with his arms and his legs. And you just wonder if this undermanned Titans defense is going to let one slip away here. They still do have a shot. Again, uh, getting ready to try and drive for the uh, game-tying touchdown. About seven minutes left. Okay, let's see if they can get that done. It looks like the Chiefs got a stop against the Eagles. So about four minutes and some change there to go. And a 12-point lead for the Eagles after a touchdown was called back for Philadelphia. Yeah, and uh, Chiefs are going to get the ball back. Now got to just try to run out the clock. So let's go back to John Jansen for the particulars on that one. John, what happened? Because it looked like the Eagles were celebrating, and then those points came off the board. I have no idea what Jalen Hurts did to the football gods, but another beautiful throw downfield, and it looked very reminiscent of the San Francisco one that he threw to Jalen Rager. That got called back because of illegal touching. Foot stepped out of bounds. 
He came back in, caught the ball. He was the first player to touch it, so called illegal touching. Then after that, the Chiefs dialed up the blitz on two straight plays. They sacked him on third down, and then fourth and 11, Jalen Hurts pressured again and just kind of threw the ball up where no eagle was close. But I have no idea what Jalen Hurts did to deserve all of this. I think he's played spectacular. But another big play taken back because of an illegal touching, and that's something I think the Eagles wide receivers absolutely need to work on because it's happened twice now, and that's inexcusable. On fourth and 11, you certainly have to throw the ball out of bounds, which <laughs> right, you can't kidding, be, saying facetiously. Yeah, take uh, a shot there, Yeah, Jim. so 35 to 23 right now. Kansas City just under five minutes left to go. Just got to get at least a couple first downs. They might be able to salt this one away. Can wind down that clock. Want to give thanks to John Jansen. Follow him on Twitter at John Jansen 34 host of the line change on Fox Sports. The Gambler in Philly did a great job today covering that game. We think it's safe to go away from there with that 12-point lead and the football with four minutes to go. Uh, right now, a lot of drama going on down in the ATL. The Washington football team, about five and a half minutes to go. They're inside the 30 of the ATL, so we'll keep an eye on that. And the Bears trying to running, run out the clock here against the Lions. And the scenario there that I'm going to talk about in just a minute. But first, let's go back to Ian McMillan watching that Washington football team against Atlanta. Uh, Ian, what's going on here? Because it looks like Atlanta really hasn't been stopped offensively by this Washington football team all day. Yeah, this is uh, this is Taylor Heineke's time to shine here. Down by eight, this drive, even though they, I think they've only moved the ball about 30 yards, it feels like it's taken the past 30 minutes of real time because the amount of penalties that, uh, that are going on both sides of the ball, but Washington uh, continues to move the ball downfield. They're down eight, so don't forget, not only do they need to, uh, to get a touchdown here, but they're going to have to get the two-point conversion as well. So... Uh, we'll see if Taylor Heineke ha- uh, has it in to pull this one out. Oh, let's see if he's got the magic. It looks like they have a first down now inside the 20 as that drive continues. Danny Dimes has got the football back for the Giants at the two-minute warning. They're deep inside their own end. And your Colts are holding on right now to that lead down there against the Fighting Fish. Let's go back to Mike Wobeshaw watching the Vikings and an anemic offense today against the Browns. 14-7, but Mike, not your traditional way to get to 14-7. No, pretty weird. Uh, um, an unusual situation where the Vikings called a timeout when they didn't have one, which allowed the Browns to go for two from the one-yard line they converted. That's looming large right now. And then the Browns kicked a field goal just a few minutes ago to take that full seven-point lead. So it's 14-7, Browns in the lead. Vikings do have the ball, though, with two and a half minutes to go, trying to mount a drive. Dalvin Cook has been out most of the second half. He hurt that ankle again, but now he's back in the game going in and out with Alexander Madison. So we've got some drama. If you've got access to it, turn that Vikings-Browns game on. Okay, well, keep an eye there. I want to give uh, just an update. Though. The Panthers did score 36-21, 15-point lead now, with about eight minutes to go Co- for the Cowboys still firmly in control. A couple other scores, even though the game's long decided, we do have a Mitch Trubisky sighting. What? He is in the end zone for the Buffalo Bills, so that shows you how well it's going for Houston. Oh my. Now 40 to nothing, and you're basically just hopefully you're under hung on there because uh, the Bills got 40 of those points, I believe. Uh, that Houston-Buffalo total was 47, Ooh. 47 and a half. And by the way, an over alert now in Miami. Miami does get a cosmetic score, 27 to 17. Colts about three minutes left to go trying to solve this away. We mentioned the drama down there in the ATL. Uh, the, the Washington football team just got an incredible touchdown by Taylor Heineke to Terry, Terry McLaurin. They're going to go for two. We'll get to particulars uh, from Ian McMillan very quickly before we have to sneak in a break. Ian, what a play by Heineke just to get the football off. Can you tell the people about it? 
Taylor Heineke is for real, ladies and gentlemen. He scrambled around, went back and forth. He's been great this entire drive. Tossed up a bomb. It was third down, so they only had two plays left. Uh, and it, uh, uh, Terry McLaurin, once again, for another touchdown. I believe it's his second touchdown of the day. Uh, Washington's a two-point conversion away from tying this game up with uh, a little less than four minutes to go. Okay, and of course, they had a, a false start a procedure penalty on the two-point conversion. So, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio on the defensive side, but Rivera overall, you got to make sure this team is disciplined here. So that two-point conversion is going to come from about the eight-yard line, and it looks like uh, the Giants making a move. We're keeping an eye on everything going on in the sweat zone here, and it looks like that two-point conversion, no good down in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So it looks like Washington's still down two, but there is a flag on the play. Yeah, and the Jets, it looks like, have held here. 341 left to go. Titans had to go for it. Fourth and four. Pass incomplete. Jets, uh, 341 away from their first victory. Absolutely incredible what we're seeing. And the Giants making a move here under a minute to go. Down three. So, again, a, a, a potential wild ending there. We'll check on the flag down in Atlanta. So, there are some serious sweats going on right now around the National Football League. But not in Buffalo, as you mentioned not to the two-minute warning yet, but again, 40 to nothing. The live line, minus 39 and a half. I don't know why you would take Houston thinking they might get a garbage touchdown. They haven't done anything Yeah, save it for another day. Save it for the late games if yeah. you're going to be betting that one. Yeah, it does not seem like a prudent play there. And again, Kansas City trying to hold on to their 12-point lead uh, right now against Philadelphia. Woo, a lot to get to. You don't have to go anywhere. We've got tons of action. And, of course, we got more games coming mm -hmm. up. At the top of the hour, so don't go anywhere. It is the Green Zone here on Veasan, and again, we're just keeping our eye on a couple games. The Panthers going to get the ball back. If you had a teaser play with Carolina, yeah. that might be live as well. Saints uh, are Giants also driving here at the New Orleans 34-yard line. About 48 seconds left. We got all sorts of updates for you after a very short break. It is Veasan here on the Green Zone, the sports betting network. heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. 
and we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.